Hey guys, this is Two Day Hangover with Hannah Elson, a podcast that streams every Monday with topics ranging from navigating post-grad, how to live a damp lifestyle, and general advice from a mid-20s gal that's still learning. This podcast is a space to be honest with ourselves, have fun while doing it, and try our best to avoid the two-day hangover. Grab a mocktail and enjoy. Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode nine. I'm sorry I missed you last week, but I've been so busy with traveling, so I hope everyone had an amazing Thanksgiving and is enjoying the few holiday weeks. I feel like we have a lot to talk about just given the holidays and the stress it can bring, so happy to talk a little bit more about advice on that. Today, I am not filming video. Why, you may ask? Well, I have a cast on my nose. Yes, I got a nose job on Thursday, and so I'm just starting off fresh discussing that in this episode before even talking about the subject of this episode, apparently, but (laughs) I wanted to record an episode anyway just because I have more travels coming up, and I wanted to make the new year season two, so to speak, so We had more to talk about before them. I also feel like I've been developing a cold. So mixing a cast on your nose with literal, like I'm not going to describe it because some of you might be a little queasy thinking about it, but there's also little splint thingies and stitches all around my nose mixed with a cold. So this is a struggle. (laughs) If this is not the best episode, I'll warn you now. No, I'm just kidding. We're not going to speak that into existence. But that is my PSA for what's going on today. But I'm really excited about the nose job, like in the surgery in general. It went really well. I actually had a bump that you can't really tell in pictures or anything like that. I know every time I see someone gets a nose job, I will admit myself. I'll like run to their pictures the same way you see someone break up and you go stalk their photos of their relationship and everything. But yeah, I had a bump that had quite a bit of scar tissue. So it's actually a longer surgery than I thought it would be. But essentially the reason I wanted to do it, I've been thinking of doing it for years. I finally had the financial means and the time between trips to do so. And I finally found a doctor that I felt really safe with and everything. So I went ahead and did my surgery on Thursday. So this is coming out on Monday. So I'll have a few more days with the cast when this comes out. It was longer process than I thought it would and I also fainted when I got my IV well I kept my eyes open but I literally thought I was dying I like had to be stretched out on my back I thought it was a Grey's Anatomy scene like code blue but I'm alive and I'm here to tell you that hopefully my nose is gonna be looking snatched for the new year so we're taking new year new me quite literally with a new face (laughs) but new mental health is more important so anyway I know that a lot of people are kind of getting ready for more holiday parties but also December is a really big time to start to my point of new year new me thinking about new year resolutions and what we're going to be prioritizing moving forward. I spoke of on my two-day hangover Instagram stories a few weeks ago talking about doing an episode about boundaries but I thought what a better time to discuss it than now because I remember a year ago, honestly a year ago today pretty much, I was really starting on changing my relationship with alcohol, really prioritizing my mental health, and I wanted to take the new year really, really seriously, and I was thinking about how I should be perceiving December as kind of a, (laughs) for a juxtaposition term, a pregame for the new year. So instead of going balls to the wall partying every day of December, I wanted to 
start prioritizing my relationship with alcohol, start prioritizing how I looked at myself. I actually went on my medication in December. I stopped drinking hard alcohol for my stint of when I did that in December. It really allowed me to kind of warm up to what goals I envisioned for myself for the year, what was foreseeable, closed out chapters of what wasn't serving me anymore. I wanted to share a little bit more about how I did that specifically because I truly do believe a lot of it came from setting these boundaries. First in December gave myself a lot of time as to what I needed to work on and as I've said a million different times it became clear that my relationship with alcohol was going to be a priority for what I wanted to work on in the new year and also just being more confident and secure in myself. One of those was like I wanted to start posting on TikTok so I did at the end of January and like look at how amazing look at where I am now it's so cool to like actually stick with your kind of goals and a big way to do that is put it out in the universe talk to your friends talk to your family talk to a therapist speak it into existence and so that's what I did I started speaking into an existence that I wanted to work on my relationship with alcohol versus just saying like oh I'm gonna take out hard alcohol this month like I told my whole family before the family parties like oh have fun with those cocktails like I'm just gonna have a glass of wine for me and I just told my mom to start but it was a nice little like I said kind of pregame to the new goals just because you can set boundaries with literally any situation in your life like I just set boundaries with my friends with my breakup of like what I wanted to hear, what I didn't want to hear about him and like what he's doing and everything like that. You can set boundaries for like you're working out and you need to be held accountable and your friends are always saying like, no, ditch the workout class, come drink with us. You know, like you can set boundaries about little, little things in your life. So just wanted to speak in general terms first. The biggest thing with setting boundaries is to give yourself permission to focus on yourself. I feel like a lot of times when we bring things up about ourselves, when it's not in a venting basis, it's easy to vent about something dramatic in our lives, like a situationship ending or anything like that. But like really deeply internally thinking about ourselves and then bringing up ourselves to our loved ones can be a lot harder of a battle, honestly. And I think that's just because we don't give ourselves that permission. And then also, additionally, being self-aware. So when you're bringing up these boundaries, you allowed yourself to focus on yourself. Be aware of what allows you to feel safe and comfortable so that once you set these boundaries, you can grow and then in turn become a better person for these people you're setting the boundaries with. Like it positively affects everyone involved, really. Also, name your limits and be really clear, direct, and simple with them. I feel like a lot of my life I've struggled with over-explaining and a lot of over-explainers, over-sharers end up on TikTok so maybe it had one benefit for me. But when it comes to setting boundaries, it can really confuse the people about your goals. So that's a really big thing. Just being consistent, naming your limits, communicating if they cross those boundaries versus being passive and kind of working backwards is really important. Those are kind of just the overarching general boundary setting tips that I had. Then I wanted to speak specifically on some of these more subtopics that come from setting boundaries. So specifically with setting boundaries with drinking, I remember I first sent my text kind of in more of a group chat format in one of my bigger group chats and was like, 
hey, I've been having so much fun with you guys. Like, I know I need to work on my relationship with alcohol, so I'm probably going to take the next few weekends a little calmer. And it really wasn't done after any self-reflection. And I wasn't sure exactly what I wanted. And it honestly didn't change much. However, what it did do is what I said earlier, which I was beginning to speak it into existence. And so once I started talking about working on my relationship with alcohol with others, it did kind of lead me to have actual time to be self-aware. And then in December, I was able to do more reflection. And then once I was actually sitting in person with my friends on New Year's Eve, I set the boundary of like, hey guys, I'm actually taking a break from heart alcohol today. I'm probably only going to have a few glasses. And honestly, I'll probably be home a little after midnight when we celebrate the new year. Hope you understand, but like, I'm excited to just be working on myself. And I also set the boundary that also I went on medication. So I really want to take it seriously and not have the side effects mixed with hard alcohol, especially. And so I want to be managing both my mental health and my relationship with alcohol at the same time. My friends were incredibly receptive. I actually had a similar conversation with my boyfriend at the time too. I felt like that was a little bit of a harder boundary because like your friends kind of just are like, you do you, and it kind of can impact your romantic relationship a little bit more sometimes because for instance, like I had to set a boundary of like, hey, if I want to go home at a certain time, like if I'm stressed by everyone drinking on nights that I'm not drinking or even nights that I'm drinking less, like, can you please value that? Like, can you go home with me? Or can you respect that I need to go home by myself? And so those were more like detailed conversations, but I think that's when it comes from being clear, direct, and simple, like in a romantic relationship, how is he supposed to understand that suddenly when you could last until 6 a.m. some night, suddenly you're getting anxious if you're out past 11 p.m. Don't expect that people understand the changes in your life, like what boundaries naturally need to be brought up, and just kind of like over explain versus under explain in that really simple direct way and I think that will help a little bit but yep for me it really just took one conversation and then of course it took a little bit of time for me to prove myself lately I've definitely had some fun party nights more than I did at the beginning of the year just when I was like going through some of my single phases and it was part of healing for me and I was doing it safely but especially the beginning of the year, I was like really, really not drinking often. And when I was drinking, it was in a very different way. And I feel like I kind of had to also like prove my boundaries to people, if that made sense. Like in the beginning, people were probably like, oh yeah, sure, Hannah, like sure you're working on your relationship with alcohol. And then she'll open a tequila bottle the very next day. And so I think there was definitely a layer of them seeing how important it was to me. And like, like I said, being consistent with those boundaries. So don't be kind of disappointed or offended if they're expecting you to come back the next weekend the same way you were before, but it just sometimes takes time and that I get a lot of DMs of, of like people getting annoyed that their friends are just being like, oh, come on, just some light peer pressures. And at the end of the day, you really do have to remember that people sometimes are just peer pressuring because they see you and themselves and they're like, oh, why is she changing X, Y, Z about herself? Like, she's my best friend. Should I be changing that? And they have a little bit of a weird moment as well. And it just kind of takes some time. So don't be too worried if they're not really like getting the hint. Or I had some friends that would just like 
it was really nice, but they would go and buy me a drink of hard alcohol or even my boyfriend would like buy me a vodka soda. I have to be like, uh, I told you like three times, I'm not drinking that right now. And like, sometimes the repetition is needed and like, just try your best not to think they're coming from a bad place. And if they are continuing to do it, even after resetting that boundary, then that's something to talk about again. I also think there's a similar type of conversation you can have, even if you're not necessarily concerned about changing your relationship with alcohol, or if you already feel like you've succeeded on working on your relationship with your mental health and the boundaries set there. And sometimes you just need, for instance, a boundary set with alone time, because that one can be really hard. For instance, obviously I live alone now, so it's easier for me to have alone time without talking to anyone about it. But a lot of people who have a roommate really struggle with this alone time factor or if you live with a significant other or if you're still in college and anything like that. And so I think this is a really interesting boundary to set. My first Austin roommate and I were really good about this. We would have some nights where it'd be like 7 p.m. and we'd be like, good night. And to us, that boundary meant we were just going into our secluded rooms and kind of having alone time with TV or, or a little snack or something like that. And then some nights we'd spend the night together until like 10 p.m. And it really depended on what type of like, it was a non-verbal, verbal verbal communication, but it'd be set so many times. Or like if your roommate's messy and you never told her that you're annoyed that she's taking the trash out, you never set that boundary. Like you never told your roommate that you were really bothered by trash. So you can't really get mad until you set the boundary and are being direct versus passive. So it's the same thing with alone time. Like if you feel like, You're starting to resent your roommate from XYZ reasons. A big thing you might just need to change is like adding an hour to yourself a day and then you'll realize like, oh, maybe I was kind of the one being passive because I can't really be mad until I have the conversation. And if they're not receptive to the conversation, then maybe that's a sign to not be roommates again or like take more alone time. But chances are they're probably going to be receptive and you just need time to like set those boundaries. So my point of that little event is there's ways to set boundaries with literally everything and everyone in your life and it doesn't have to be like some serious kind of deal breaker type of conversation and instead just treat it as a reminder of like being direct and true to yourself and self-aware and understand that like they might have opinions of the conversation you bring up with boundaries and to make it a two-sided conversation but really didn't make it a clear conversation because the passive energy is not going to get us anywhere and especially if we're really trying to prioritize goals for the new year being passive with those goals is going to distract us from what we really want to do because if you're speaking into an existence in a passive way it's going to come back to you passively i truly truly believe that i think that's why even just posting on tiktok like allowed me to be accountable this past year because I was speaking into existence before each weekend, like what I was going to work on with my relationship with alcohol. So then I was naturally doing it. So I really believe in that after this year. I also did want to add kind of going back to setting boundaries with your friends for specifically working on your relationship with alcohol. Like it is true that when you drink less or if you're stopping drinking for a period of time or if you're deciding to go sober, going sober is not something I can advise on, but I have done little stints not drinking and you do realize who you were close with just because of the partying aspect and who starts to fade once you start putting forth these boundaries this is natural and i truly don't believe this is something to overthink about yourself 
sometimes your friendships, when we've talked about this in previous episodes, are kind of put into buckets. And maybe these were like your party friends that didn't have as much substance as you thought they did. Or maybe they're just not really as caring of a friend to you. And maybe you're putting in work to set up the boundaries and you don't see anything from them. That really does happen to everyone. And it's kind of hard to avoid it just with as you age and as more boundaries be put up as you age. Like for instance, if you're getting married, you need to have boundaries with your single friends. Like there's so many different things that come up as life changes. And so just remembering that the friend group might change in your mind a little bit. I mean, I really even noticed that like, even when I started posting on TikTok, I noticed like people who are judging me or like friends who are really like full on supporting me and like really proud of me for what I was doing and then people would be like asking questions when I was out and then like never checking in on me when I'd post something first you know what I mean like you can just kind of tell like I could list like five people I'm less close to after this year that I didn't think it'd be that way so it's interesting how it works but don't let those people that you feel like could like loosen up and not be your as close of a friend anymore and like as tight as a ship as you were deter you from setting boundaries with them because those people might be the ones you need to set boundaries with the most in order to see that from them and then I would also say and like this is gonna be a really short episode I just kind of wanted to like come on and say hi really (laughs) but I'd also say like don't feel guilty avoiding situations or environments that make you feel uncomfortable once you set those boundaries so For instance, when I was, like, not drinking hard alcohol, I thought that, like, really busy bars that were kind of, like, divey kind of would make me uncomfortable. Like, if they were really packed and all anyone was doing was reaching for a vodka soda or a well drink and getting really drunk and I knew that was, like, the environment of the bar, I so would rather prefer go to, like, a nice cocktail bar and get a mocktail or like a beer hall or like anything like or winery at that time of life and so I would just like either stay there a shorter period of time or that would be a place that I like didn't attend at all and I didn't feel guilty in them because then for instance the next day if my friends would do something that like I enjoyed a little bit more I was able to like give them the most fun version of myself versus depleting all my energy just because I went into an environment that didn't serve me and I couldn't serve them the rest of the weekend so I think it's different for absolutely everybody but it's just something to consider like take the guilt out of looking at what environments serve you because what environments you step yourself into is kind of like a a boundary you're creating for yourself and it doesn't mean that sometimes those busy type of stand-up getting really drunk bars aren't fun for me I do think they're fun sometimes too in fact like I think clubbing is really fun and that's the craziest (laughs) environment of them all but it's all up to like what you feel like safe and happy and fun in if that makes sense so that's one to talk about with yourself and then also just like doing self-taught best practices like once you put those boundaries in so like whatever allows you to be accountable I know a lot of people journal about their experience once they set a boundary or like mine was essentially journaling through talking on TikTok but like think of if there's a hobby you can do or like a best practice you can do to allow yourself to maintain these boundaries I think it's different for everyone and I'm happy to like talk more about ideas you can dm me like based on what's working or what's not working I think that's a really interesting like sector of it as well as like what best practices allow you to maintain these goals because I think a big reason for like the new year's is like 
when you set resolutions, a lot of it is like, okay, we're just going to put it out there and like, I'll give up by January because you kind of go zero to a hundred with like the craziness of the holiday parties like I was talking about before. And then suddenly you're setting a resolution that's like a huge life change. When you lean into it, you have a lot more stability in your resolution and a lot more ability to actually like go through with your yearly resolution. And also you've had time to self-reflect and think about the why behind your resolution. So like, why do you want to work on your relationship with alcohol? Why do you want to work on your mental health? Why do you need to set up boundaries with your friend? Why do you need to have more alone time? Why do you need to save money? Why do you need to like move your body more? And like really enter January 1st with your why so that you have enough push internally to allow you to like hold yourself accountable because that's the only way you can actually continue with this. You could set boundaries with like every single person in the world to try to like work towards something. But if you don't actually like hold yourself accountable with a why and a purpose, you're not going to be able to get there last a year or last however amount of time you're doing with whatever resolution or life change you want to make going into the new year. That being said, I think the new year is a really cool time. I don't actually really enjoy celebrating the holiday I like so prefer traveling which I'm happy I'm doing this year except the concept of it is really cool like we're closing out chapters in December we're getting prepared to start a new season a new year it's an entire fresh start for you to like be whoever you want to be and do whatever you want to do I already know that there's like a lot of changes coming in my year and that's super super exciting just reflect on it and so yeah I think it's really important like putting a pen to a paper, making a vision board, like talking through and really thinking all of the month of December about your why because also doing that can really help you through if you're anxious for these holiday parties. So if you're like during the week thinking about your why and thinking about what you want to change and like slowly like really getting there, it'll naturally like bring you to be more of this like confident and happy and self-aware person into these parties and not going crazy or eating foods that don't make you feel great and like obviously it's fun to treat yourself a lot not going overboard because you're focused on your goals is like a really cool feeling that I was able to accomplish last year and I'm really hoping to be able to accomplish this year as well why 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 I've said the word why and boundaries (laughs) a million times but you get my point So yeah, this is a really, really short episode and that's really all I wanted to talk about today. It's just like one specific one. I'll do some of these shorter episodes when I can't film the video a little more often, just like I said, to be able to come in and say hi. But if you have any more specific like things you're worried about when it comes to the holidays or like New Year's parties in general, definitely DM me because I can focus more on that subject next episode when I can show my face reveal again (laughs) but other than that I hope everyone has a great week and yeah I'll follow up as always please follow me and everything I'll be sharing more about like my journey post procedure as well on TikTok but then I'll be posting more about what next episode will be like on my Instagram so as always follow me there hope you guys are having a great week enjoy and if you use any of these mindsets and setting boundaries let me know I love hearing your stories Oh, oh,
I hope you enjoyed this episode. Stay tuned for next week. If you enjoyed the episode, please be sure to review and share with your people. It means the world to me. Check me out on Instagram and TikTok. So excited to continue this journey with you all. Thank you.